Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Hey, Savage guys, welcome to another episode. Today we're talking with Jamie Coleman, who was named Top Mompreneur to Watch in 2021 by Yahoo Finance and is a host of Mom's Freedom Maker podcast. She started her first six-figure business at 15 years old, recycling used automotive parts, and now she's on a mission to revolutionize the way entrepreneurs handle their businesses by shaving down the amount of time they spend working while scaling their impact. Jamie believes a business should act as the engine that helps your message reach those in need without it jeopardizing your quality of life and freedom. Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. A podcast for healthcare professionals who are interested in starting their own health writing businesses. I'm Janine, a registered nurse and your host. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, mom to these two incredible boys, wife to my best friend, and owner of two crazy Great Danes. I help nurses discover freelance writing as an extra income opportunity with help from my guests. Join us over on Facebook in the group Savvy Nurse Writer Community or SavvyNurseWriter.com to join our course and membership to create your own profitable writing business. Enjoy the show. All right. So welcome to the show, Jamie. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Thank you for coming on. Um, so tell us a little bit who you are, where you're from. And I did your little intro for the podcast, but tell everybody kind of where you started and where you are now. Ooh, okay. I know, so <laughs> my name is Jamie Coleman. I'm host of Mom's Freedom Maker podcast, which just hit the top 2% in the world, which is extremely exciting. Yeah. And uh, let's see. So I started my entrepreneurial journey at 15, where I was slinging automotive parts and keeping them out of the landfill. So eco-friendly. And oh my God, since then, it has been a journey. When they say it is like highs and lows, they're not kidding with this entrepreneur lifestyle. But I would say somewhere along the journey, I became self-employed and I started working like sun up to sun down, just whether it be on myself with personal development or in the trenches of my business and wearing every single hat. I just, I feel like ever since I was little, I never really knew what my purpose was and what I was supposed to do in this world. I never really knew what that was and what that looked like. And so I tried to do everything and I was spreading myself way too thin. And eventually after many years of struggling with this, I finally figured out what I was here to do and how to share that with the world. And so now I've really been on a journey of helping other people find what their purpose is, what, what are they passionate about? How can they actually make a living from that? And then how do they pour that out into the world so that it's impactful in a mission that's bigger than themselves? So it's kind of a long-winded short story for you. And where are you from? So we've been living and traveling for the past five years, but right now we're in Colorado Springs. 
Very nice. And how many kids do you have? We've got one and he's about to be one on Saturday. Uh, (laughs) Oh, are you guys going to do a big party? So we don't have any family nearby, but we've got Steve. That's my fiance. His mom's going to fly in and we'll probably go to Garden of the Gods and have a picnic. I love it. I love it. Perfect. He won't remember anyway. It's all good. Can you believe it's been a year? I mean, it goes so fast. It goes so fast. Seriously. And you might hear him in the background. I just put him down for nap, but you know. Well, you're in a safe place or you're around all nurses. We, we get it. So the, um, one thing I wanted to ask you was about like finding a passion in work and just a little background on nurses. Like we always feel like we we're passionate in our work. We, of course we are. We're nurses. That's where we find the most meaning. And I think when people think about meaningful jobs, you think healthcare, you think teaching, you think you make an impact. And then you almost feel a little guilty when you're like, but I'm not fulfilled. And you're like, well, I don't know what's going to fulfill me. And that's where I was in my journey, like to entrepreneurship was, wait, I really do like being a nurse. And I really do enjoy nursing, delivering babies. Like it is my thing, but I'm still not fulfilled in what I'm doing everyday life and I'm burnt out and all the things. So I came into writing and now do I feel like I make more of an impact than I did in nursing? Nope. But do I feel more fulfilled in myself? Yep. (laughs) And that's, I feel like where you need to think about if you are thinking like, I need to make a little bit of a change. It doesn't mean you have to abandon nursing altogether, but maybe there is something out there for you. And we're going to talk today what a freedom business is and those five steps to create one in our little workshop. But that is what you are known for, Jamie, is this freedom-based business. So tell my audience a little bit what that means, what that is. So really what it comes down to is and it, I want to circle back to what you said about not needing to leave nursing. It's not necessarily about that. It could even just be circling back to art or writing or speaking or something that you've enjoyed doing for the longest time that has just taken the backseat to life, right? Think it, so you don't need to go thinking that you got to leave your job after this. Okay. It's not what this is about, but really it starts with finding what is your purpose? What is your passion? Like, what are you here to do? And so often I mean, if you really think about it, you could probably answer the question pretty simply, right? Maybe you've always wanted to be a pilot. Maybe you've always known that you're supposed to speak on stages in front of people. It's tapping into that first and foremost and saying, what is this that's inside of me that's just waiting? Like you're right below the surface, what's waiting to break through? That's step number one. I guess in that, in that aspect, what if you think like, yeah, I want to be a pilot. Well, I guess you can make money. What if I like just making jewelry or something? And you know that it's really not something that you could make the wages of nursing. How would you go about like pursuing that? Yeah, I think it comes down to, do you want to make money off of this? Because you absolutely could. I feel like if you have a goal to leave nursing at one point, it's going to change how you show up in the business. If you want it to be a hobby and remain a hobby forever, all the power to you, totally fine. But you're going to show up differently than if you're like, I have the goal to leave nursing in six months after this takes over my income. So I feel like if you're wanting to remain in nursing, 
and do something else as a hobby that would still bring in money. Like maybe it's knowing that you're helping so many people as a nurse, maybe it's even dialing back those hours a little bit and then going in a little bit harder on something that you're passionate about. And if you want to stay a nurse for the rest of your life, just because you freaking love it, it's giving yourself that permission, but it's not letting it take over your life. So where you can't do both. Great points. I like that. And what do you, how did you find your area? I mean, you went from doing the recycling thing and then what, did you dabble around a little bit? Yeah. So I actually sold on Amazon for quite a few years and I did Amazon FBA, which is private labeling products. And I've done, I've coached people how to do that. I've just, oh my gosh, I would say tried a lot of different things. I even started an online clothing boutique. I tried to start like sewing clothes, literally wore a swimsuit that I made and it fell off when I was outside wearing it, which was horrible. Like the bottoms undid themselves. Like unraveled. It wasn't like crazy. It's like a worse, that's like a nightmare. Like you jump in the pool and you're Luckily I had like clothes near me. So I was just like, oh, nobody saw that. I fixed it, but that wasn't for me. So yeah, I tried a lot of different things and I really feel like now looking back, if I would have really sat with myself longer and been like, okay, what actually, if there were nothing standing in your way, what would you actually want to do? My answer to that would be like a female version of Tony Robbins. I want to be speaking on stages. I want a podcast. I want to be impactful. And so had I been confident enough to just accept that vision back then, I would have skipped all the roadblocks that I put in my way on the path to that. But it's, I feel through this process, it's understanding that it's who you become. It's not about the strategy so much. It's stepping into who are you? What's standing in your way? That gets to point number two is, okay, you've got this idea of what you want to do. You've got this passion, you've got this purpose Now, what part of you is making it so you don't show up because there's going to be a part of you that's or a little voice in you that's like, okay, what are you doing? Or even family members that are belittling you for following your passion in your heart, right? It's sinking into that and it's addressing that and it's finding a way to get through it. Well, that's hard. I mean, that can make it really hard. I know when I started my business, everyone's like, so you're not a nurse anymore? Or coworkers are like, you can't leave nursing. You're you're a really good nurse. You can't leave. And I love, like I said, I love being a nurse, but it's, and it's hard to be like, I'm not a nurse anymore, but I am a nurse. I'm still a nurse. I actually still practice at the bedside, but like not a full-time nurse anymore. Now I, now I do writing. If you're like, you do what? You do what? Now I, I can't even, I still say I do writing. I don't even do a lot of writing. I do, I have the agency and the writers, but I can't even like explain it anymore. I work online. <laughs> like, People are like, and you make as much money as a nurse? No, I actually make more than a nurse, but that's okay. <laughs> like that's how it ends up working. And you you end up finding what you like in in a different way. It doesn't have to be writing. It doesn't have to be, you know, selling on Amazon. It can be whatever you want it to be. So I guess my my next question for you, Jamie, is when you did sit with yourself, were there any like key questions that you could tell the audience like that are like, I just I don't know what my passion is. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe I'll try this. And instead of saying, go try that, what could they do instead? Yeah, I would say it comes down to asking, like, what do you want to be remembered for? Like, I think that's huge. And like, I posted about this yesterday, but it's like, if if we all stopped living like tomorrow was promised to us and started living for today, 
and truly embracing that and impacting the lives that we should, I feel like it would change how everybody shows up. But I think so often we're like, oh, it's fine. I'll do it next year. I'll do it when I retire. And it's like, yeah, but if that's what you love and you're already saying that you're going to do it when you retire, why don't you do it now? Like, why don't you start living now? So I love your story and how you are incorporating what you love into what you're doing too. And look where it's taken you. Yeah. It's incredible. Really is. Thank you. Thank you. And you know, what's funny is that you mentioned that, like I saw, you know, I, I looked up to so many nurses when I was starting as a brand new nurse. And even before that I was a, an aide. And even before that I was a volunteer at like 14 and I saw these nurses and I would hear their stories and I would hear them say, when I retire and I retire, and then I'd see them get older and slower and poorer, like they would spend their money. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're not going to make it to retirement and, or they're going to be working forever, or they're not going to have the money that they want to have or have the physical ability to do what they want to do. Cause they're going to be in their seventies. I mean, it's, it's just life. So even at a young age as a, as a nurse, I was like, no, I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting until I'm 60, 70 years old to do what I love and love what I do. And that has taken me to travel and see things and do things that I never would have thought I I do this early in life. And it does come down to, well, how am I going to do it? You have to just be driven. You have to be driven to do those things and not just, oh, when I retire, oh, and I do this, you just have to just go do it, go do it. I love that. Yeah, it's so true. (laughs) So raising your, do you have boy or girl? Boy. Boy, What's his name? Kylo Shea. Oh, I like that. I like that. So you have baby Kylo and you're trying to balance your business, which you've had many years prior to Kylo. So it's just a, probably a big shift to like, how am I going to incorporate mom life and not feel guilty for having a babysitter or, you know, having some help and feel, or, you know, asking your fiance to watch it while you do something online or record a podcast or whatever that is. How did you make that transition? We'll be right back. You guys, I wrote a book and it's launched and I want you to check it out. Go over to Amazon, look for Savvy Nurse Writer. It'll come up right away, but it's called Savvy Nurse Writer, a nurse's blueprint for starting a profitable freelance health writing business. We have lots of reviews, all five stars, top new release in the first week it was launched and I want to share it with the world. So head on over to amazon.com, search Savvy Nurse Writer and get your copy today. That's a big thing, right? It's like not feeling guilty about it because mom guilt is a real thing. And so many people, yeah, they feel that. And then I also like one of the main reasons I started Mom's Freedom Maker was I started to, after these moms started coming to me asking how I was able to stay home with Kylo, they were like, yeah, but I feel guilty or I feel like I have to choose or make sacrifices between, you know, a business or a job or staying home with my kids. And so it really is, I believe like, first off putting you like, you've got to, this is so cliche, but like, you've got to fill up your cup first. Right. So I really believe in like the bookends of my day. So the morning and the night, those are like sacred times when baby's sleeping. And when I just start my day intentionally 
right? I think like the days that I don't do that, I'm mad at myself. And I'm like, all right, Jimmy, you're getting up an hour earlier tomorrow because you failed today. I'm like, you're going to learn someday, Jamie, you're going to learn. Right. So bookends are really important. Um, for a long time, it worked working during nap times, which he's napping now, which is nice, but I've also hired a nanny honestly, because two days a week, I want to be able to just get into my flow state and not be interrupted because there's so many times where he'd be napping for two hours. And then I'm like in the middle of filming like back-to-back episodes, just like riffing and feeling good. And then he needs me. And then I got to stop for two hours and it's like, Oh, but I just want to keep going. And so then I realized there was like a little bit of like resentment. And I just, I knew that if I had days set aside for me in the business that I would just show up more powerfully for him later. So I think it's giving yourself permission that just because you're a mom doesn't mean you need to lose your other identities of being a business owner, of being a person and a human who wants to like, just go on a walk by herself sometimes. Right. It's like understanding that that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I don't know if balance exists, but I love working in the flow state and that's how I've been getting into it. And that's what you were saying about getting up early and making that time. I have learned early on. And um, I really like, have you heard of Laura Vanderkamp who wrote the book 168 hours? You have more time than you think. She's a mom of, I think, six or seven kids now. And she hosts a podcast every day and does like an extra podcast. And she wrote the book, obviously. And she, she does all these other things. And I'm like, amazed by her. I'm like, well, she can do it. I have, I don't have a brand new baby anymore. Mine's eight and 16. Like what is my excuse? And when I was reading her book, it was very interesting what she would do to make time. And she would, she, she's like, you have to be creative. Sometimes look at your gym. Is there a childcare area at your gym? She's like, I had the local YMCA. They offered up to two hours a day of childcare for free with your membership where you pay like the membership with the childcare. She's like, don't think for one second I didn't take up every minute of that two hours. I might work out for a half hour and then I come and work on my business or read or take her time and not feel guilty about it. And so you, you do, you have to think outside the box a little bit of like, well, how can I, you know, give my kids what they want and still fulfill my cup and not feel like you're in charge of everything all the time. I'll tell you last year was rough for, for me because my kids were home and we, I had to do the remote schooling and online schooling. I'm like, okay, if there's anything I know as a mother, I, right. I had my children to never homeschool. That was, I was never, they were always going to go to school. That was just how I was, how I was raised. Like I went to school and it was just one of those things that I was like, I'm never going to homeschool. I know me. And when they were like, well, actually you have to, I'm like, oh gosh, can I do this? And then it was the balance of like business and schooling. And it, that's when my agency actually grew because I started hiring more writers. And that's what you have to do. You can't take on it all. You end up having to outsource and, and do things here or there just to, just to keep going and outsourcing with a nanny, outsourcing with your groceries. I mean, do whatever you can to get help in your household where it's not just you all the time. It's easier said than done, right? <laughs> no, it's so true though it's that's everything it's part of growth and just like with that business that I started when I was 15 I was on my hands and knees like it could be 100 degrees and I was sweating my butt off or I would be freezing like shivering and it was like below freezing my fingers felt like they're gonna break off 
I was out there covered in automotive grease, right? But it took us moving with these automotive parts and having them fall out on us all the time and just a really big pain for me to finally say, you know what, we are moving to Hawaii and I cannot bring this stuff with me. I'm going to need to hire people to handle this. And so now, you know, that took me way too long to figure out, but now it's like so passive that it's just like, it feels so good. I just like check it and like, Oh, okay. Doing good over here. Yeah. But you know, you have to go through those growing pains and sometimes it's like a weird situation that makes you go through it. But as long as you learn and you implement and you grow, that's all that really matters. Well, like you said, like sometimes it is a hard way to learn. And, but then, yeah, you end up doing it and you're like, I should have done this a long time ago. <laughs> Maybe I would, but whatever it is what it is. Things happen for a reason. Right. That's I, yeah. I think um, we do. The other thing, you know, you could blame the kids. We can always say, Oh, it's our kids. But we also have to remember to keep space in our lives for relationships, not just for our romantic relationships, but our friends and our family. And especially working from home, it's very easy to be like, oh, I'm in pajamas. Oh, I don't want to go anywhere. Do you have to like kind of force yourself sometimes be like, you got to get out. I don't care if it's 30 degrees, go to the store, go see friends. And, you know, I like to put a set time on like my calendar to see my grandma. Like she's going to be 90. And I'm like, every other Friday, I will go see grandma. I'll call her otherwise, but I'm going to go see her every other Friday. And it is so nice. And I don't regret it any, any time. Like you have to make these times for yourself and for your family and for your friends and your, yeah, your significant other. <laughs> For sure. And I feel like as an entrepreneur, it's way too easy to sit behind your desk all day long and try to do all the things. Like, I think every entrepreneur has gone through some form of that. And it's an understanding of what I believe to be like the less time you spend at the computer, the better. Like, I think it's all about figuring out like how, like what's, what's your version of the perfect day and how do you start to fully live that every day? And I'm not saying like avoid your responsibilities and stuff. That's not what it's about, but it's saying like, if, if I could have this life that I'm striving for happen right now today, what would that look like? And how can I embrace that? And then it's when you feel inspired, cue the very loud and obnoxious motorcycle in the background. It's I didn't when hear it. you're good. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's just flying by, but it's like, okay. It's, it's living, it's going on a hike on a Monday morning when maybe the old version of you would have sat down the computer trying to grind and it's getting hit with inspiration and whipping out your phone and and making a voice note for yourself later of what to implement because something really awesome just came through, right? It's taking inspired action rather than just like grinding your life away and living this life that way. That's when you get those ideas is when you finally are like away. Like I I like your example of the hike because it's like a shower. You aren't doing anything else except walking. You can't do anything else. Like you can't, you can't get on the computer and write and walk at the same time. I mean, I guess it should be a walking treadmill. But what I'm saying is that when you go out in the world a little bit and you kind of shut off everything else, that's when you start getting inspired and creativity juices start flowing and whatnot. I'll tell you, I, I love to just walk and listen to podcasts. And when I listen to podcasts, it's like, phew, idea, phew, idea. <laughs> like it's all, all the time. And then showers, I just laugh because it's always like, they always say, oh, you get the best ideas in the shower. It's because that's all you're doing is showering. Like you can't do anything else. Although they make those things now you can like watch TV in the shower, but I don't recommend it. <laughs> No, that's so true. It's like, 
I mean, and no matter, and this, this is like fitting for anybody listening to this. Like, even if you're not an entrepreneur, you're not like running a business right now. It's like understanding that you just got to live little, little. Yes. And as hard as last year was, I think we did learn something out of it is that we don't need to do everything. We don't need to be everywhere all the time. You can kind of select and batch your days and make it work for you. And it's not selfish. It's your life. My next question. Well, okay. We talked about the two steps. I'm going to actually ask you to just tell people where they can find you, how to connect with you a little more. And I have two kind of off the wall questions before we break off into the workshop. And we'll talk about the other three steps. Uh, yes. So if you guys are on Instagram, you can search for me there at the little at sign J A M I E K U L L M A N. So Jamie Coleman, same thing on Facebook, Jamie Coleman there or mom's freedom maker podcast for now is the name. Oh, are you saying it might change? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Teaser. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're in the process of a name pivot, which is really exciting. Cool. Cool. Very exciting. All right. So um, my couple off the wall questions, are there tools in your business that you like to use? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Uh, I love using Asana. Yeah. Asana is wonderful. Like if you're the kind of person who is making notes in a notebook and then you find that if you ever like cross something out or it doesn't look pretty, you have to like redo it. That was me. And I need to like see how things work and piece together and all of that. And then if you also like just want all your things in one place, Asana is what I use for everything. Like literally yes. everything from content creation, workflows, uh, courses, clients, like I put it all in there. So that would be my number one resource that I would. Nice, recommend. nice, nice. Any books that you recommend? I would say Essentialism by Greg McOwen. That oh, one's- I like that. Yeah, we just literally, after we moved off Maui, we sold everything that we owned. We've gone through this a few different times, but this last time was different because we were leaving an island. Like there was really no saving anything. It was like, it all has to go. And so I picked up that book, right? It's like literally an island, like three things you can take with you. What would they be? (laughs) No, a hundred percent. So I read that because I was like, this is going to be kind of like an interesting process again to let go. And that was a really good one just for figuring out what's important and how to do less, but better. Nice. Are you guys going to stay in Colorado? Do you think? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's all right. Yeah, no, that's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full-time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.